Tashivagashtakla Radio Pubble Kun Naskarava a Krela Air Fud Irhuran Flor Air Octohot Punka Tree FM Agus Air No Kado Punka Shocked FM Agus Air in Idderleen Air Scarif Bay Radio dot com O Oicherbi Air Fud Nakrinam Radio Pubble Kun Naskarva Ekfraston Air Fubble Irhuran Flor Biagiling Now, our next guest is a lovely lady who has been here before in Scarif Bay Community Radio Studios. She comes all the way from Flagmount, but before that, she came all the way from Ukraine. Her name is Ira Melova, and Ira is living in Flagmount for, for a while now, since last year, with Thomas and Martino O'Mara. And we just said we'd ask her back to talk about her life in Ireland and a little bit about life in Ukraine and things that, uh, how they're going there, and indeed, anything that she'd like to talk about. So, Ira. It's lovely to have you back again, and you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. So, first of all, how long have you been in Flagmont now, Ira? Um, so, nowadays, I think it's one and a half year. A <laughs> long time, be, yeah. Yeah, March 22. Yes, yeah, uh, I arrived the 29th of March last year, yeah. And it was a shock to, to see a small little village after living in a large city like uh, Kiev. Uh, actually, maybe for another people, yes, but uh, first, what I saw, uh, it was a lake. And I, <laughs> I understood that I don't want to leave this place really quiet. It, uh, it was all what I uh, needed to uh, at, at the that time. time. Yeah, that's everybody's reaction when they come to Flagmont and see your beautiful lake. Isn't that right, Jim? <laughs> yes, Love absolutely. Really, the jewel of Clare. Yeah. So, but you did fall in love with it. You've told me that before. Um, just, um, you know, in a big city like Kiev, obviously you have a lot of facilities, a lot of things to do. Have you found it a big change to live in a small little quiet place without all those facilities? Actually, first time, yes, uh, because I didn't have a car. Uh, and yes, it was a little bit difficult to get some places, but now I'm free. Uh, I can drive anywhere. I can get any place what I need, any shops, any, any place, actually. And, of course, you uh, love driving the beautiful roads of East Clare, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> How have you found the, the change from driving in the city to our rural roads with uh, grass and weeds growing everywhere and bends? How, how have you found that? Uh, it was difficult, maybe first few weeks. And uh, now uh, I can drive, uh, like... Uh, and driving very well. I've had, very I've had well, no yeah. complaints. Yeah, I've, I know. I know you're driving very well. So it's great to be independent. That the car gives you that. I mean, East Clare isn't exactly blessed with uh, public transport. We don't have trains. We don't, no buses are improving slightly with the Clare Link coming from Flagmont to uh, Ennis uh, daily. I think three times, but. At least, oh, as you say, you're very independent, and you even drive to Wexford now and again, don't you? Uh, yes, actually, I, I often drive to Wexford. And you might tell us why. Uh, why? <laughs> because uh, I have um, one human there. One human, <laughs> yes. <laughs> a male of the species, I believe, yeah? Lucia, a male, yes, who Lucia. Met, and he's a lovely fellow. So you might now, as we're on the subject <laughs> of driving to Wexford, tell us a little bit about Lucia and uh, what he does. So Lucia lives uh, in Ireland, uh, I think, the six years mm-hmm. and uh, he works uh, in a meat factory 
and uh, soon hopefully uh, he will move to flag mount and we will live together and actually he has education his electricity i know that it's very popular uh, in ireland so maybe he can move uh, in this direction well if he's an electrician he will get lots and lots of work because it's very very hard to get people you know at short notice so if he has that skill it, it'll be brilliant. Yeah. He would like to move to Flagmont with Flagmont. you, and you've been to Wexford, and you, you said off air you prefer Clare to Wexford. It's yes. very important to us to hear that. <laughs> now. And why? Yeah. <laughs> I prefer. Uh, um, uh, I think the Clare more green, more clean. Uh, I think that people here are more friendly and more open. So it is really important for me. Yeah, I suppose yeah. the gym and the music. Yeah. I suppose maybe do you, are you a follower of uh, Irish music, or have you been exposed to that since you came to Flagmount? Uh, actually, I I, uh, I heard Irish music in Irish pubs actually, uh, and uh, I want to say that Losha likes Irish music really. So <laughs> yes, he sometimes well, he well Clare and East Clare in particular the home of it is the home of Irish <laughs> the music, capital of Ireland for music. Ireland Clare is no question, and East Clare is is is, is uh, particularly good, strong, and there's a lot of venues playing music, uh, you know, at weekends or even midweek. Locally, so I won't name them because I could leave out somebody. But there's, there's lots of Irish music available in the pubs and uh, and, uh, uh, and and concerts and all. Yes, like uh, that, yeah. and uh, I see that Irish people so talented and so musician. Yeah, yeah, I and yeah. Many do. Many kids do learn uh, instruments and that. Have so. you found it difficult driving on the left-hand side of the road? We talked about driving there. Mm. Actually, maybe. Two first times it was difficult, but now it's easier for me because uh, I write uh, right hands, hand, and it's easier to me steering with right hand oh, than left. Yes. So that, that I sense. can I can drive just right left. Yes, and change gear by left hand. It's uh, more comfortable for me actually. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Now your English, if I may compliment you, has really I know I know you had some reasonable amount of English when you arrived first, but one reason I wanted you to come back was I know your English has come on so much and our listeners will, will appreciate that. So have you found it difficult to learn English? Is it from talking to people or have you been doing online courses or, you know, how have you improved your English so well? Actually, I did both uh, of this. Uh, first, what I did when I came to Ireland, I understood that I need to uh, learn English because I won't speak with people. And the English language, I don't think that it's too difficult to learn it. And first, what I did, I bought a course, online course of English. And uh, I did just English course and sport. And that's it, what I... <laughs> Uh, and actually, yes, communication with people uh, gave result, of course. Yes. And of course, uh, before we leave Flagbound, you are living with Thomas and Martina O'Mara in their home. And uh, I'm sure they've been very kind and very helpful to you. Yes. Um, I have never met such a kind people like them. And uh, they have done so much uh, good for me and for my son and... <laughs> we'll talk about your son in, in, in a few minutes. Yes, yes and continue. I think I will never be able to um, thank them enough. And I'm really lucky um, that I ended up uh, in their family. 
They're fantastic Reli- people. Yeah. Best people, yeah. Yeah, you were lucky there. So you were very fortunate to meet to meet such a, a fabulous uh, pair as Thomas and Martina and their family. Now, the other thing you love, I know, is going to the gym. And you're lucky enough also that uh, within a, maybe a one-minute walk of your home, yeah. you have the gym in the community centre, the Loch Rainy Community Centre. So you love going to the gym, don't you? Yes, it's very handy. Actually, sport uh, helped me um, cope with the stress. Uh, yeah. when I came to Ireland um, so and I cannot image my life uh, without sport actually yeah. Yes. You, yeah, you refer to the gym you call it sport we, we call it sport more general but you for you sport is going to the gym and doing your weights and your other things uh, yeah. actually I do some exercises with my uh, online trainer from Ukraine okay so and she uh, tell me what I have <laughs> tells me what I have to do and <laughs> actually uh, I do yeah, when, where you're living in uh, Flagmount is uh, Camogie is a very big game there for you know girls yes you haven't been tempted have you to uh, it's too dramatic for me i think <laughs> <laughs> good word <laughs> maybe maybe you'll still take it up yeah would you we could use a fit uh, so we'll uh, see. person now with skills like yourself and and yeah. uh, plenty of running and strength but uh, well it looks more dramatic than it is yeah <laughs> It's easy uh, enough. It's a lovely sport, actually, for for girls. No question about it. People are so. If Kathleen really play with me, Kathleen, I will. Oh, she, she played for many years with Kilinina, so maybe yeah, maybe we can get to join in. <laughs> or Martina. So you mentioned. Now we'll, we'll go on. Before we, we we'll go on to your your um, your career now uh, um, era, because I think you spent eleven years studying in university or studying uh, medical. You know, medicine in in Kiev. So, you have plenty of medical qualif- qualifications. Would you like to tell us a little bit about all of that? <coughs> uh, yes, it was uh, one thing about what I worry. I was worried uh, this my education that I can't apply uh, it there, here in Ireland mm-hmm. uh, because uh, I did not want to work in a hotel or something like because I know that it's really hard work, and I just. Uh, Spend like a half of my life to study, and uh, it was to pity uh, like understand that I can't uh, use my education here. Uh, but time changes, <laughs> and uh, I get some. Uh, I got some offered from uh, Scarf Scarf Medical Center uh, from GP offer uh, work there. Uh, so first one like translate translator between uh, Ukrainian patients and Irish doctors yeah. and uh, I agreed and uh, I'm so happy to be you, there. Yeah, it must be w- wonderful for you to be able to at least use some of your skills uh, in, in in Ireland and um, you know 11 years is a long time as you say to study study anything but uh, so you are quite qualified in medicine you have most of the skills of a GP would you? Uh, so uh, I did not recognize my diploma, mm-hmm. and uh, I know now I know that um, it's not necessary to do it. I can work like cosmetologist, actually, what I want uh, without uh, recognize. Yeah, and that's something you might explain. Cosmetology, uh, it was a new, fairly new word to me when you came first. <laughs> so uh, will you tell our listeners uh, what you can do and maybe what you could do for some of our 
or present just here on Scarif Bay, the present company included. What, what is cosmetology? Uh, so uh, I do uh, some uh, injection stuff like uh, fillers and lips and bottle of so to work with wrinkles and uh, I can stop time, you know. Is it too late for me? <laughs> <laughs> so it's never too late, but uh, you're beautiful enough. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, right answer, Ira. Right answer. Yeah, so, so some of us, I'm afraid, are gone past the... <laughs> Uh, and would you have hopes to uh, set up a practice in cosmetology? Uh, Actually, locally? yes. And I started moving in this direction. Uh, I was in Dublin maybe a few weeks ago. I was in some lecture about how to do self-employ here in Ireland, uh, which kind of documentation and tax and everything, all this. And I found a accountant manager. And soon uh, I'm going to do like self-employment and uh, do some uh, cosmetology stuff, yes. Because I can rent. A very resourceful mm. lady, Jim. <laughs> yes, indeed. And, uh, and there are, you probably heard, there are agencies which would assist you to, Get you know, yeah. give advice in starting up a business mm. and, and all the things like you mentioned, tax and insurance and all that kind of thing. Uh, I found account manager. Uh, she's from, I don't know, from Latvia or I think or something. And she speaks uh, Russia and English as well. Yes, and she lives here in Ireland maybe like 20 years or oh, something yeah. like that. And she's account manager. She really is a smart woman and uh, she can work with me. That's fantastic. Yeah. And do you think you'd like to base your practice in Locally in East Clare, Flagwater, Scarra, or somewhere? Or would you uh, yes, go to I, a bigger uh, town? for first time, I think I can rent some place in Scarif, yes, and work here. And do some little steps yeah. Yeah. to future. Cool. We'll have a beautiful population in Scarif. <laughs> we will, James. Yes. Looking like 20-year-olds. Like yeah. Fantastic. Will. Well, best of luck with that. I, hope it, I really hope it does work for you, yeah. Um, just... Uh, you have, obviously, a son, Dalier, whom I know. He's in Flagwood National School. And uh, how is he settling in? Has he got some friends? And I believe he's also started hurling. Mm, yes, actually, he's really happy to be here. Excellent. And uh, maybe after a few months, uh, when we arrived to Ireland, he said, I, uh, I don't want uh, back to Ukraine. Uh, because I'm happy here. I found uh, best friends. Not one of <laughs> friends. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yes, and he started to, to do uh, hurling. Uh, he really enjoyed. Uh, just recently was uh, summer holidays. He mm. was looking forward to finish <laughs> and start school year, actually. Yes, because uh, there are many friends and there are some knowledge. It's interesting for him. Yeah, he's a good, little, great little pupil and he's a lovely fellow. Very popular with the girls, I think, as well. He's a, uh, you know, he's a lovely friendly way about him and I think uh, he's very popular in the school the, the children love him actually yeah, yeah. Boys, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, when uh, in my he has a birthday and uh, so we celebrate and he invited last time that uh, only Irish children so it was maybe 11 children and just two of them was Ukrainian that's, that's <laughs> yes. in so well. Oh it? yeah, that's br it's brilliant, and of mm. course, it's 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 great for you yes. that that he has, you know, uh, so blended in so well uh, in Ireland and yes. gets on well with. Recently, all the he said to me that I have uh, bad pronunciation. 
that pronunciation really he's not happy with your English yes. <laughs> so he'll be teaching you yeah he's a lovely little chap yeah, yeah. but confident. of course I, I would have found that children who come from abroad even with no English mm. very very quickly they, yes. they learn you know, and they learn more in the playground than in the classroom. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Well, it's great he's happy. That's very, very important to you, I'm sure. Your mother still lives in Ukraine, and, uh, you know, obviously you're in contact with her as often as you can. How is she doing, and how is she feeling over there now? Actually, she, she's lucky, uh, like me, because she's in a quiet place, but I really worry about uh, her future and future of my friends uh, there in Ukraine, because we have destroyed country, <coughs> destroyed economy, and I don't see future for for people, <coughs> like, um, and I, I don't see the present for me there. Yeah. So that's why I'm here, and I, I also don't see future for my son. So that's why we're here. And you did say to us in our off-air chat that you believe the war really needs to end, the sides need to start talking, and you yourself feel that maybe you need a new leadership in Ukraine. Uh, yeah, in my own opinion, I think, yes, we need some changes. Uh, I think it's important to stop shooting for both sides, yeah. And, sorry, Jim. Yeah, yeah no, I was just thinking that sometimes the leadership that a country has during the, during a war is not the same leadership maybe that's needed when peace comes. Um, I mean, do you see, would it not be a positive thing for Ukraine, let's say, to move closer to Western Europe, to become, to join the EU and, you know, even to join NATO, would that not give more security, do you think, for the future? <coughs> uh, actually, to be honest, I'm not sure that uh, Ukraine needed um, European Union. Actually, we can be independent country and just make some relationship, like for friendship, I don't know, mm. something uh, with in other countries. Trade and, that's and it. trade and all of yes. that is important as well. Obviously. Yes, and that's it. But now in Ukraine, we have just uh, European price for all products or all okay. things. That we don't have uh, European sellers. Yeah, but you're very concerned about, well, your mom is, is secure, which is great, but you're very concerned about your friends. You said you don't think the future for Ukraine currently looks very good and you, you, you certainly wouldn't be intending to go back there yourself anytime soon. Mm. You don't intend to go back there yourself, uh, you know, to rebuild the, your life there. You want to stay. Uh, yes, I want to stay uh, because um, it's really difficult to uh, begin one more time, like new life. It's if I uh, do something here in Ireland, of course, uh, I will. I, I won't leave it. Which is great to hear in many ways. Especially yeah. with those people who need a little bit of Botox and stuff like some, like yes. some of us, Jim, and all the other things. And, of course, the Dahlia as well will be a great addition to the... It's nice to have younger people growing up in our area, which is very quiet. Now, uh, again, it must be very upsetting, and I don't want obviously to dwell on it too long, to see the video and news clips of the bombing and the shooting in Ukraine. Um, you know, it must be really hard for you to watch that. Of course. Of course, it's hard for me, and uh, I worry about all people there, all women, men, children, everyone. I just want 
just I have just one wish, the peace in my country, and that's it. And, and finally, and yes. And finally, you think uh, as well that maybe too much assistance with arms and money from USA, from Europe, maybe prolongs the war, whereas if that Ukraine wasn't getting such assistance for the war, peace might come sooner. Is that what you yes. believe? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's oh, yes, my opinion and really believe in it. And I suppose all wars end mm. with people getting around the table, Jim, don't they? they at, at some at some stage. They do. I mean, just we'll say within Ukraine, I'm just thinking of attitudes towards Russia. Uh, would they be mixed? Would there be Ukrainian people who would, um, let's say, want to be closer to Russia? Um, or or would, would, they, would there be a... Uh, would they detest Russia? Um, but I, I think everyone chose uh, way what what he wants, and uh, people who want to live in Russia can live in Russia. So no no problem. People who want to live in Ukraine just can live in Ukraine. But it it should be uh, alive people. <laughs> like we we don't we Russia of course uh, has uh, more population than Ukraine. It's massive, yeah. And uh, our pe- people soon can finish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there are people obviously in Eastern the east Europe, of Ukraine yeah. who who would be more related to Russia. I don't think so. I think mm. it's fifty-fifty. It depends on family really, and. Yeah. And of course, including yourself, many Ukrainians speak Russian fluently, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Do you yeah. speak Russian normally to your yes. family and your friends? Yes. Yeah. That's because you learned it in school or because you learned it at home? Mm, I think, no, I, I studied in Ukrainian school, in Ukrainian yeah. language, but I can speak both languages. Yeah, I can I'm aware speak of that, um, yeah. Ukrainian, free, and Russian, but uh, I read many books in Russian because I think in Russian, so it's easier for me. And uh, now it's a big question in Ukraine, inside the Ukraine, between people, because it's a lot of argue uh, between people which uh, language you choose. So, like, uh, actually, I have a question for you also. Yeah, of so, course. So, uh, you, uh, you had a lot of problem with, uh, with England, but you still speak English. Absolutely. It's not a problem for you. Absolutely. Very good point, isn't it? It is. I suppose, yeah, yeah going back over a few centuries, um, we, I suppose, the, the English uh, government were proactively trying to get us in Ireland to speak English. Yeah. And um, and it's the one area they succeeded in, mm. apart from little parts of the west of Ireland where, where they still speak Irish. But I think at the same time, I mean, we speak English because our parents spoke English and we were brought up probably like you in Russia. And our neighbours. And our neighbours. Mm. Um, but there is a strong movement in Ireland that we should not forget about the Irish language. Mm. Now it's taught in school and sometimes it's it's pushed too much. But there are a lot of people, a lot of parents, let's say, who send their children to all Irish schools. Irish speaking schools, yeah. Um and so I think it has it has come on a good yeah. bit. But it's it's yeah, we most of us speak English. But it's a very good point you make to help us to understand your situation. Because, as you say, we've had a history of trouble with Britain, yet we speak their language fluently, constantly. And um, you 
have trouble now with Russia, but you all speak Russian. So yeah, uh, life can be complicated, but uh, that's how it is here. And as I said, your situation is very is similar in some ways. I suppose way. in Ireland there is a certain, there is an advantage to speaking English, because you know English is spoken in many countries. Where we used to immigrate to, where yes. we do immigrate to, like yeah. like the United States, Canada. Australia, Canada, all world, most yeah. of the world, yeah. And and English. so, uh, you know, certainly some industries have set up in Ireland because we're English speaking you know American industries come we're the only English speaking country or almost the only English speaking country now in, in Europe in outside, the, outside, in the outside the of EU. yeah outside of the EU yeah it's, yeah so you know, it's been an advantage as well the good news for you era is that Dalier can also teach you Irish now as well <laughs> <laughs> actually he yes he does uh, he, he teaches me uh, yeah, uh, Irish fabulous, yeah. yeah and I'm sure he has no trouble picking up the Irish either he's a very bright young man mm-hmm. um, I just ask you uh, maybe socially or culturally what aspects of life in Ireland do you find really different uh, maybe funny or different or unusual to how things are in Ukraine what, how, what differences or what funny things have we heard that you are found unusual in the way we live? Um, I find uh, Irish people like open heart, uh, open mind and uh, too friendly. So, and uh, I really enjoy uh, spending time in the pubs. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, as we all <laughs> because, do occasionally. Uh, actually, you can, uh, you can come alone, uh, but you uh, can find company anytime there yes it's really cool that uh to talkative people to open yes it's interesting it's nice yeah we talk a lot jim <laughs> we do we, do, we can't stop and yeah. yes uh, and i like mostly what i like that you're not in a hurry oh <laughs> <laughs> it's sure, really yeah. cool yeah yeah it's easy going i suppose the yeah. pace of life Take it is. easy. <laughs> if you go back 20 or 30 years ago and our parents or maybe 40 years ago it was even slower I think we're following a little bit more like the British and the American way now, maybe rushing a bit more, but it's still a nice pace of life in the in the in the countryside, like like East Clare. Yeah, but uh, are there are there pubs in Ukraine or something similar where people meet? No, of course we have some bars. Of course, we have a lot of places, uh, restaurants, cafes, uh, like don't pubs, but it's bars. So. Mm. When you can drink, or but uh, here in Ireland, but I think like in uh, all Europe, uh, your kitchen uh, usually close at 10 p.m. So in Ukraine, uh, usually it can be work 24 7. Oh, so uh, you can eat, nice. drink, yes. That'd yeah. be nice, I think. Wouldn't it? <laughs> you might arrive at a you know, res- bar restaurant at maybe whatever, eight or half past eight, nine o'clock until the kitchen is closed, you might still be hungry. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. Mind you, there are some yeah. pubs in Ireland that go 24-7. <laughs> we won't end them, though. No. Uh, at this stage. So, uh, how you found the food, for instance? Uh, if you go to a restaurant here or a cafe or even, you know, anywhere, person's house, Irish food, do you think it's plain and not nice or do you think it's okay? But, um... I don't like Irish breakfast. <laughs> you don't? No. no. Not, it's too fat for me. <laughs> yes, too, too fry for me. Yeah. And uh, but it, potato, actually, uh, it's my favorite. Oh, but you'll blend in perfectly, yes. Yes, just, <laughs> yes so uh, I don't have any problem uh, with food in Ireland. In Ireland, I'm sure the farmers tell us we can do potatoes about seven different ways for, for, for a meal. You know, uh, 
you'll often get mash and you'll get chips and you'll get yeah. roast potatoes in the one in the one place. Boiled so, potatoes. Oh yeah, exactly. They have good quality of food, so meat, uh, dairy products, all. Well, I suppose we're the home of good dairy products. We're grass-fed cows and that. So yeah, our dairy products is very famous all over the world. Kerrygold, I think, can be found nearly in every corner of the globe. So what about the? I yeah. just what about the weather in Ireland? Um, it's it's obviously very different to Ukraine. Uh, yes, different, different uh, summer and winter. Uh, but uh, this summer was cold. Yes, <laughs> last summer was much better. Mm. Um, but it's okay, so uh, I prefer this weather more than uh, too hot or too cold. It's nice that in winter you don't have like minus 20, so it's okay. So similar temperature yeah. plus minus uh, all year. All it's year nice, round. yes, rain, but it's uh, for me also okay because it's like you still, you clean before rain, you still clean after rain. So in Ukraine, we have a little bit another situation. So if it's rainy, you you can be sure that you will be so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Irish should get a job uh, in Irish tourism <laughs> yes. and vote in the country because she actually is speaking so well. And, and, and uh, a great advert for Flagmount. Uh, well, absolutely, yeah. So I think we should get you a job in the Irish tourism business <laughs> where you go abroad and you tell everybody how wonderful Ireland is. You get very well paid for it. But Actually, uh, I do it in Instagram. Yeah. I bet you do. Yes, of <laughs> yes, course. Yes. You do it unofficially, yeah. Um, I suppose we're nearly done, Ira. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about yourself or anything you'd like to ask us? Because uh, I think we've covered your, your family and we've covered the war. We've covered your work and the social life, etc. So... Um, we're, we're nearly done. I was just going to ask you at the end, but you've already spoken about it. What would be your your hopes for the future? Where would you like to be, say, in 10 years' time, what would you like to be, what kind of a life would you like to be living? Yeah, you mean me? 10 years yeah. from now, say, yeah. Uh, I see <laughs> I see my own house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see dog. Cat. Dog, yes. <laughs> <Okay>. Dog, cat. <laughs> and uh, maybe one more child. Okay. And Dahlia will be... 18, in, he's 8 yes. now, isn't he, or 9? Yes, 8. So he'll be a man nearly, yeah? And you'll be looking out on the lake, presumably. <laughs> yes. Oh, we'll get a recite <laughs> yeah. in your house, don't worry, yeah. And uh, look at Ira, it's wonderful to have spoken to you again. And as I said, uh, your story is very, very interesting, isn't it, Jim? It's just fascinating that somebody from a, a different culture, so far away, can come in and blend in. And obviously she's very resourceful already, you know, looking at learning the language herself and finding out about all the agencies that can help her in her work. So Yeah, and you have, you, you like, you've embraced living in Ireland, uh, you, 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 you know, and rather than complain and say, I, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm in this strange country, everything mm-hmm. is terrible, you have looked to make Ireland work for you. Yeah, I, I'm really happy to be here and I'm happy that uh, one and a half years uh, ago I chose this country because I uh, could uh, stay anywhere. So all yeah. Europe was open for Ukrainian people and uh, I, I'm really happy that I'm here at the best place what can be with me. Yeah. I think we couldn't finish on a better note. <laughs> so uh, we're delighted that you're happy as well, Ira and Dalia, because uh, you're a great addition to the community and uh, with, with all the other Ukrainians as well. So, listen, all we'll say to you is the very, very best of luck in everything you're going to do, <laughs> your work and thank your social you. life and your personal life and health. So, thank you for joining us yet again. And maybe in a year's time or two years' time, we'll interview again when you have your own business. But 
thanks so much for joining us and the very best of luck. Yep, thank you for the invitation. It was lovely to see you again.